Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70. Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. What a show we have for you today. We're going to talk with Mark Gubazon, the former Major League pitcher and current Los Angeles Angels color commentator for Bally's. He'll break down the WBC from a pitcher standpoint and talk about the future with Otani and the Angels, that and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. I don't know about you. If you didn't get goosebumps watching the uh, championship of the WBC where Japan beat the United States 3-2 to two, and it was epic for a close, a finish as Otani's on the mound, Shohei Otani pitching to his teammate with the Angels, Mike Trout. 3-2 to two game, 3-2 three pitch, and he strikes out Trout to win the game for Japan. I mean, talk about suitable for framing and a great moment for baseball in a sold-out stadium in Miami. Fans going crazy. It, it was scripted. I mean, if you wrote the script for Hollywood, nobody would believe it was real. That's how good it was. My goodness, really? It was like playoff baseball in March. Normally, spring training games are laid back. People just getting their swings in. No big deal. Man, this was epic. This was absolutely epic. Number two. On the heels of this loss, don't look now, but the USA is going to push back. After all, baseball's our national pastime. Abner Doubleday invented baseball right here in the good U.S. of A. And we didn't have our best team. We had an all-star lineup. But there were plenty of American players who weren't there, especially when it came to pitching. Where are the best of the best? Should have been on the mound. And Mike Trout has vowed that he will get those players to play the next time that the WBC takes place. 
and uh, wants to win for the United States, wants to field the best team, and get all the best players. And uh, I love it. Competition, early, way better. You're revved up way before spring. Uh, the, the, the regular season starts, but the games are meaningful. You're playing for something. And there's team pride and country pride, and we saw that. Even Shohei Otani said it was the greatest thing that he'd ever done. Really? This guy won an MVP as a pitcher and a hitter in the major leagues and winning for his country in the WBC in that moment, he said he thought was the greatest thing he had ever accomplished. That's what we want more of, and we want more players from the United States to join in. It would have been great to see Aaron Judge or Freddie Freeman and people like that. Um, And the United States played well. They had a great team, but... Let everybody get in. Let the best of the best and let that team play against the world. Number three. If there was one negative about the WBC, we know the injuries. Edwin Diaz out for the season, the Mets closer. Now that was on the celebration after he struck out the final batter to win the game and he was injured during a celebration. That's a freak injury. You can't blame the WBC And the same thing. I know people in Houston are salty. Can we get planners on line one? They're mad because second baseman Jose Altuve broke his thumb in a WBC game and can't have any baseball activities for at least two months. So that's going to derail the Astros at least at the start of the season. Obviously, he'll be able to come back. But that could have happened in a spring training game. You can't blame the WBC for any of the injuries that took place. Injuries are a part of the game. They could happen in spring training, preseason games, whatever you want to call them. So don't blame the WBC. It was a great tournament uh, for the fans, for the players who participated in, and for the viewers, people who watched at home. Uh, And and this is uh, baseball on an international stage. The numbers all across the world were eye-popping, especially in Japan, where they like 80 million people watched. I mean, some, some ridiculous number like that. Incredible amount of uh, eyeballs on the international play of baseball. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast Mark Gubazar, of course, a former major league pitcher uh, for 14 years in the big leagues and the current Angels color commentator. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you. Rob, I appreciate it, man. What a, <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's been an electrifying WBC and spring training games have been great. I, I can't wait for this baseball season to get rolling. I'm with you, but let's go to the WBC. And you know what? You couldn't have written a script in Hollywood better than last night. It was suitable for framing with two angels, two uh, top-shelf star players in Otani and Trout facing each other with the game on the line. How great was that last night? You know, Rob, I'll tell you what, it was crazy because in spring training before those, both of those left for their, you know, to play for their country, I, I got a chance to sit down and had an interview with them guys, and I asked the same question. What would happen if you guys got locked up against each other? And, and Shoei Otani's response, he's there smiling and having a good time with it. And finally goes, God only knows was his answer. So then I go back and ask Trout the same question. And Trout, he's like, all right, what did Shohei say? He goes, God only knows that he just almost <laughs> fell down laughing. He goes, you know what? <laughs> you know, it, it, basically that's what it comes down to. And I guess what it came down to is Shohei was like God last night when he went out there and struck out Trouty on that 3-2 wicked sweeper slider that uh, you couldn't ask for a better ending. I mean, I, the, the whole entire tournament was incredibly added with some guys that were hurt, and that's – that was bad to see, but other than that, I'll tell you the intensity of you know the, uh, the, every one of those games was absolutely. It felt like it was the seventh game of the World Series every single night. I, I, I agree. I mean, it was a home run to me, uh, and anybody who loves baseball who did, who watched that and didn't think it was uh, something special, they're missing the boat. And can you imagine the uh, Miami Marlins? They had to be jealous to see that ballpark packed out and the electricity in the ballpark. Yeah, you know, I, I'm hoping there's some carryover effect because, you know, I had, <laughs> I had many of, of, of opponents 
you know, giving me grief because I was always a, a fairly emotional guy on the mound when I got a big out or, you know, I was fist pumping and, and, and I, I didn't like any of my opponents I faced during the course of the game. It could have even been my brother on the other side, if with, but he had a different uniform on. So I, I want to see emotion like that. And I want to see if I'm, you know, everybody, you know, big moments, moments you feel that have a chance to change the course of a game. I know it's a long season, 162 games, but I, I hope that intensity keeps up in baseball because I think it's, it's, it resonated from baseball fans or, or even non-baseball fans how excited these players were. No doubt. And uh, Japan, I mean, there's something to reckon with. We keep seeing the great players come over from Japan uh, and they get bigger and bigger every single time. I remember what, uh, you know, Matsui was when he came to the Yankees, helped him win a World Series. And now, obviously, Otani and uh, being a two-way player. Uh, just talk about the talent in Japan. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew they were going to be a tough draw for anybody going through the tournament, especially even in the finals against the, the USA team. Their pitching was so good, so deep. It, you know, guys that could come in out of the bullpen. They had starters, obviously, at Darvish and Otani come out of the bullpen late for Team Japan. And, um, you know, they were going to be good. They, they make, you know, they're, they're disciplined as far as making plays. Uh, the way they hit the ball hard, they, they power, but also can hit the ball on the line the other way. You know, it was going to be a tough one. I, I was lucky enough to go there in 88 in a, a tour with a bunch of great MLB stars going over there. And I'm like, wow. They're phenomenal players, but you, you're right. They're even better at this point because they, they look at, you know, their goal was to, most of the players, their goal is to play in MLB, but they also realize now that they're on, on an even playing field as far as talent. And, and I was, it was really great to see that. I've had a lot of good friends now. I've met over the years since Shoei Otani's been wearing the Angels uniform from Japan and, and the media people, just the excitement level that, they love baseball so much, and now you're seeing the talent on display, and everyone gets a chance to see it. Our guest is Mark Gubazov, of course, former Major League pitcher and current Angels color analyst on television. And, uh, yeah, I, we just heard, we heard the commissioner also say that uh, he's hoping that the Major Leagues, will, uh, the USA team, will have some more of the top-line starters get involved in this tournament uh, after the success of this. Would you like to see that as well? Yeah, that's the one thing that, you know, everyone keeps asking, you know, because you kind of ramp it up a little bit more so when you're in such an intense environment like the WBC, and we saw what it was, especially when you're playing for your country and the fans so into it. I mean, record numbers of people watching, record number of people attending these games. But, I mean, I, just on a personal level, every game I, I took them out in a spring training game, I, I never wanted to give up a hit there. So I can't imagine where the thought process would be, you, the chance for pitchers to potentially get hurt. You know, by throwing and amping up their their game at that point, you're already ready to pitch in a game in spring training the first day. And when you're facing major league hitters, you're never just kind of go, oh, "I'm just working on things." You're trying to get people out. So I think you're going to see, especially the way it turned out, you know, the, the excitement level. You're going to see a lot more of the star pitchers. I think now wanting to participate in the tournament there in 2026. And Mark, you brought up the injury factor. That's what everybody's afraid of, and I get it. You hate to lose a star player playing in, uh, you know, uh, an exhibition uh, tournament before the season. But, you know, we had the two big injuries, of course, Edwin Diaz, which is really hard because that was on a celebratory kind of thing, you know, not playing the game. It was after the game was over. And, of course, Jose Altuve uh, with a broken thumb. But even in Jose's case, 
uh, Mark, that could happen in a pre in a the exhibition game. It wasn't the WBC per se, right? I mean, I can't hold that against either case against the WBC. Totally agree. Especially, you know, you can be in a spring training game where guys are, you know, you know, a little bit wilder. You're facing some younger players that are going to get an opportunity to pitch in games and in a spring training environment. So they're trying to throw the ball exceptionally hard, trying to make an impression on, you know, the organization. And it could be wild at times. You get hit by a pitch. Guys have been hit by pitches many, 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 many times in spring training games. So I, I, that part of it, you, you feel for uh, Altuve. And I love the way he plays the game. Diaz, I'm, I'm a gigantic fan of him. I mean, his energy level, I remember watching him too many times when he was with Seattle, how good he was in going over to the Mets and see what he has done now and, and the excitement level he brings to the Mets and baseball fans in general, even when he walks out of the you know out of the bullpen and get ready to go in the games. But those things happen. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. There's, there's always freak injuries. Uh, you know, when you play enough games, especially even in spring training, you're playing every day there, that some things could go wrong. And that's what you hope to avoid. But that's why, you know, organizational depth is so important for every team. And, and that's why you play this game. But I, I still reflect on it. I mean, how perfect of an ending was it? You have Trout versus Otani. I mean, it's you can't even – Hollywood can't even get that script no. any better than that. I mean, it was perfect. It, it really was. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Shohei Otani, and this possibly could be his last season. He's going to be a free agent after this. And and a couple thoughts. First, what would you do if you were ownership, the general manager? Because we saw something similar with uh, Juan Soto where – uh, the Nationals offered him $440 million. Anybody who says baseball's dying, Mark, is crazy. $440 million guaranteed. He turned it down, and then they immediately traded him. Do you have to make a big offer to Otani and see where his head is and maybe move him, or do you let him play out the year? How do you, how do you go about this? Yeah, just even you know, talking, you know, Perry Manassian, the general manager for the Angels, and Artie Miranda, the owner for – the Angels, uh, my my feeling is Otani is going to be wearing an Angel uniform this entire season. Uh, they've built a team now, and regardless of what other people love to say, and for some reason they continue to say this, that the Angels need pitching. Uh, if you look at their numbers, uh, if you really delve into their numbers, if people actually did the research, they were top 10 in baseball as far as starters ERA. I mean, they're that good, and they're only better now. You saw Sandoval on a huge stage. He struck out Trout and Otani for yes. Team Mexico. And Reed Detmers, who threw a no-hitter last year, an immaculate inning, he's throwing the ball even better in spring training. So you have four outstanding arms right there. you got Tyler Anderson, he picked up from the Dodgers, who was an all-star last year, 15-game winner in ERA, under three. So, And the depth they added. So the team, is, in my opinion, is as deep as I've seen, and I've been doing this now, this is my 17th year. So the feeling is... And, and Shoei has said this, if the team is winning, that's going to make everything better. Now, does that mean there's a real good chance he stays with the Angels? I, I, I still feel there's a real good possibility that the, 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 the constant questions will, will be difficult. Aaron Judge dealt with that all last year himself, and he was outstanding. I, I'm still shocked at how well he played, especially playing for the Yankees, and, and the I, constant I... questions about you leave it or not, but he went out and did, did an amazing job. So I expect Shohei to have even a better year this year, especially the way you saw him in that WBC, that, you know, there's going to be questions, and it's going to be, you know, all that feeling that, wow, what do you, do you just let him go? 
at the end of the season. Uh, it's all about winning. I think that's all they care about right now. I I, I think you're right to uh, with the judge thing. To you know, where, where you turn, he turned down two hundred and thirteen million. You know, as an older player who normally doesn't get that kind of deal. You know what I mean? At age thirty. That was incredible. And then the performer on that stage, the Yankees were playing in meaningful games that mattered. Uh, that, that was a testament to him. And I think you're right. Otani can, can duplicate that. Yeah, I mean, and his discipline is, is off the charts. And, and seeing him and talking to him every day and the routines he goes through, it's, uh, I'm thinking most people, when you're asked enough, they go, are you tired? You kind of think, well, maybe I am. No, his first answer always across the board is, I want to win. That's it. That's all you're going to get from him. I want to win. And that's why I think he's so unique. That's why we all joke around and we all say it now. He's a unicorn because obviously anybody doing what he's doing isn't real. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. But sitting back and watching him perform now as a pitcher the way he has, he has grown exponentially as a pitcher and, and as a hitter too at those big moments. So if you look at his numbers – with runners in scoring position, they're uh, they're best in the game. I mean, the numbers when he's on the mound with runners in scoring position are the best in the game as far as preventing run scored. So he's so unique, and he's driven. And I think, and he says it all the time to me that he's just there. And he wants to perform, but he also knows it might it's Mike Trout's team. And then, and I think right now you're seeing Trout more motivated than ever. And when you have a player like Trout motivated, I think. It could be a really special year for him as well. The the pod um, the Padres the the Angels really need, and I think baseball needs to see these two guys in the postseason. We just saw the WBC, the Angels not being a part of the postseason with such tremendous players as as Trout and Otani. How important is it for baseball? People want to see these guys on the big stage. I, I 100% agree with you on that one, Rob, and that's why I think their goal this year, even though the, the whole conversation all went along was Artie Moreno was going to sell the team, but he also told Perry Manassi and the GM to improve this team any way possible. And then there was there was obviously some great names in the shortstop position, and Trey Turner being one of them, and obviously Carlos Correa and everything with him. That you add that one player, but he realized you needed a number of players to really build out a roster. And when you look at the really good teams, you know, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Yankees, you have superstars, but you also have very good players to supplement around. In other words, you're making a movie, you have your, your stars, but you also need your co stars. And I think that's what he went out and did when you bring in a Hunter Renfro, a Gio Urshela, a Brandon Drury, a Tyler Anderson, a Carlos Estevez. I mean, you all of a sudden now have a very deep roster that. If guys need a day off, if guys get banged up, that you're still going to be okay. Anthony Rendon, you look back at 2019, he was unreal for the Nationals. That's why they won the World Series. Right. And he looks incredibly healthy this year and motivated to play the game where everyone's saying, does he, I mean, does he have a lot left? I'm, I'm telling you, he looks phenomenal. So you put him in there. You have Otani, I mean, Trout, Otani, Rendon, Hunter Renfro, T- Taylor Ward in front of those guys. And then behind them, you got Jared Walsh, who's completely healthy right now. You got Brandon Drury. You got Giro Shell, could play a number of different positions. All of a sudden, if you're a pitcher going against the Angels, unlike what we saw after some injuries to them last year, it was a different team. Now they're deep enough where they can have a few guys take a day off, a couple guys get banged up, that they're still a very deep lineup. 
Our last thing with uh, Mark Gubaza, of course, the former Major League pitcher and Angels color analyst on uh, Bally Sports. Last year, there were a lot of players. I remember CC Sabathia, maybe uh, J.D. Martinez, and maybe a couple others who thought that uh, Shohei should be the MVP every year because they both, uh, everyone was saying, you know, trying to pitch and be uh, of that caliber and, of course, the type of hitter he is. But Aaron Judge won pretty easily uh, the AL MVP. I thought that was the right choice, uh, despite what Otani did. Where are you on that? Was that the right choice, you think, that Judge won it last year? Or or, or was it really Otani? Yeah, I, wow, that is a great question. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge's season last year was off the charts. And always been a big fan of his many, many, many years. But to do that on, the, on the, that you know on that stage is phenomenal. But that being said, what Shohei Otani did, and when people say games weren't as meaningful, uh, anytime you take the mound as a pitcher, it doesn't matter if your team is 0 and 162. Everything you do is meaningful. What he did at the plate, I mean, I, I reflect back on these two games he had against Kansas City. They were down. The Angels were down by a significant amount. He had two. Three-run home runs. He had eight RBIs. His emotion after the second home run was unreal. And then the very next day, he goes out and goes eight innings and strikes out a career high 13. I mean, no human being does that. Is he the MVP? Yes. Uh, I mean, I think part of it comes down to Barry Bonds should have won the MVP way more than he did. But people get so like, oh, well, he wanted so many times to vote for somebody else. Now, Aaron Judge was incredibly good. So I, as much as I think Shohei Otani was the MVP and I would have voted for him, I really didn't have a problem when Aaron Judge won the MVP, too, because he was that good. But Shohei Otani, what he did is ERA, his offensive numbers, everything about him. And don't even get me into how incredible fielding of a pitcher he is, too. I mean, he did everything like no other human being did on the mound, fielding his position. He's the MVP every year doing what he's doing. But there's always a guy that says, hey, listen, don't forget me. And I think I was Aaron Judge last year. So I applaud him for his season. But there's no one that I thought these last two years was even close to what Shohei Otani did. His name is Mark Gubazar. Man, as good as it gets, we appreciate you, the former Major League pitcher. And, of course, catch him on Angels games as the color analyst for Bally Sports. Mark, appreciate it. Can't wait for the season. I'm with you. Uh, I'm excited. I think there are a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Man, and, and that WBC has set us up nicely to get the season rolling. So thanks so much. Anytime, Rob, I'll tell you what, you're exactly right. The WBC got everyone thinking, okay, this is going to be a, a great carry-on. I just hope the players, again, hope the players and the fans have that same enthusiasm every single night for baseball because you know what? I'll be doing that in the booth. No doubt. Stay well. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it, man. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now bring in the closer. Strike one. Strike two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 755 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. You just saw it. You just saw preseason baseball exhibition tournament that mattered. My goodness gracious. Really? And the players cared. This wasn't some NBA all-star game where nobody's playing defense and nobody cared because you know, people were afraid to get hurt. This wasn't the pro ball where we're reduced to uh, tag football, flag football, whatever you want to call it, because nobody wants to get hurt and they don't want to play each other. Here is competition. They weren't throwing underhand at the WBC. They weren't saying, here, hit it. No, I don't care. I don't care where you hit the ball. I don't care if you hit a home run. No. It was the ultimate degree of competition with something on the line, playing for the fans, playing for your country, and playing for yourself. And did you hear those crowds? The crowds were outstanding, unbelievable. The Miami Marlins must have been sick to see their house and their uh, stadium filled to the brim. They wish they could get people in Miami to come to their games. That was incredible. And that's, again, why baseball is king of the world. 
in the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.